<laughs> Alright, let me stop bullshitting, man. Traditionally, I do not record late. But for that reason, I already have my episode organized for tomorrow. So when you guys hear this, realize that there is another episode on the works. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, Nightly Crimson capsule i just get really tired of a lot of women today i i must be completely fucking honest um i was pretty much at the job by the way it's 10 52 p.m anytime you hear that nightly um intro wow look at this we got deer we're gonna let these let these uh, little ones go through. Hopefully they don't get hit by a car. But, you know, I'm just, I was at the job pretty much waiting impatiently for that time for me to get the fuck out of here. And as usual, I will go on YouTube or what I like to call TikTok 2.0 because a lot of these shorts, the YouTube shorts, are pretty much rehashed TikTok videos. All right? And I go on there, I go on the short stories, even though I know what I'm getting myself into. I know that it's going to be the same bullshit by the same group of women, the same activities the same dancing. Constantly. 24-7. 365. It's either that or the typical and I see unhealthy, obese, unattractive women moving around, galloping around, Pretending to be thoroughbreds, pretending to be official, pretending to be the top bitch, the boss bitch, right? The independent women. And I have to say, I get tired of it. I'm sure a lot of you broads get tired of us men talking about the red pill because God damn it. You can't figure it out that a lot of men have figured out your nature. We understand the actions. We understand what you constantly do and what you represent as a woman. And a lot of guys are just not willing to accept that. Guys are not going to put up with it. Negative. 
guys are not going to tolerate it. And then we get a chance to interact with these type of women and we find out that they are pretty much the same thing that is being illustrated online and on social media, it becomes a red flag. Now, as I talked about in the last episode, red flags and relationships, red flags and dating, red flags, yellow flags, whatever. It's out there. It's up to the men. It's up to us to pay attention. Pay attention to the nature. Pay attention to the surroundings. Online and on social media, it's a hidden, it's a place, but it's not a physical place. You understand? It's a place, but it's not a physical place. It is a website. It is an app that everybody is on, right? So I've talked about this a little earlier where some people would say it's a red flag that a woman or a man does not want to publicize his relationship or his whereabouts on social media. And me being a person who is more introverted than anything, more so now than ever, I understand that as a man, if I want to deal with a woman and I want to make that a relationship, I'm not the guy who's going to sit back and make things public. Now, it's nothing wrong with taking a picture with your significant other every now and then, but conversations about what he's doing and what you guys are doing together in the public is a no-no. But a lot of women materialize men. This is something I've said before. And I'm going to do an episode in the future. I may continue this the next day, a.k.a. later on in the podcast, because I am doing things a little different. See, I am recording segments 15, 20 minutes at a time at maximum an hour or 45 minutes. And I pretty much incorporate it to the next part of the podcast. So that's kind of what I've been doing. And this is what I'll be doing for the foreseeable future. Um, I really just get tired of seeing the same type of women. And it's very hard for women to just say, well, not all women are like that. When you have the majority of the population twerking, taking their clothes off for money, trying to get to the next level by any means. And if you ask me, taking your clothes off for money is the ultimate shortcut to money. Ultimate shortcut. Now, a woman won't think twice about making that happen more so today than ever because she sees her role models and she sees her influencers promoting and doing the same thing. Now, the female role models of the past may be an activist. It may be some sort of political leader that may be known or by most unknown But today, those circumstances have changed. These women at these women look at Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion and pretty much Instagram thoughts as role models. So you got to understand when it comes to understanding women, you got to really see and understand where they're coming from. 
sometimes you have to know more about their family. Sometimes you have to know more about her surroundings and her upbringing. But if you're looking at a good portion of women today, they're not really representatives of anything positive when it comes to long-term. Long-term dating or long-term relationships are pretty much looked at as a thing of the past because the women are so willing to um, maximize her opportunity of resources that she will simply equate that to men. Men are the vehicle that she needs to get the resources and money and reputation and validation that she desires. But because the only men that are doing it are those special guys. Because these are the guys who are the only ones lining up to pedestalize women. A lot of these men don't have the money. A lot of these men don't have the resources that these women desire. So it becomes materialistic and it becomes a narcissistic interaction where if you cannot please or you cannot help that woman, then she will not be with you. So the commitment's gone. So with guys like myself, I'm like, yo, nothing personal, but fuck these bitches. Nothing personal. A bitch can say, and I've heard this, niggas ain't shit, kill all men. Men got to do better. Why would you say kill all men and then say we have to do better? Well, which one do you want? Um, Will it be better for us to kill ourselves? Is that what you're saying? What are you saying? Because with me, I can say a lot of these bitches need to do better. And I don't and I don't take back that word, bitch. A lot of these women are nothing more than female dogs with fleas and all. And these women represent puppies because they display themselves to the public as if they're victims. They display themselves to the public as if all the things that went wrong in her life happened because of men. And if a man were to ever say all the wrong things that happened in my life will be be because of a woman, then he would be looked at as a weakling. He would be looked at as a peon. Like, what are you talking about? This is why a lot of guys are so used to telling each other, hey, man up. Any problems that you've dealt with, any problems that goes on going forward is going to be your responsibility. You're going to have to take that accountability and you can't be like these broads where when they get a chance, they're going to blame everybody but themselves. See, these women today that are out here taking their clothes off and shit for money, they're not really paying attention to what's going to happen in the future, right? They're not paying attention to the possibility that they can meet a guy who they're generally interested in. And once that guy finds out you take off your clothes for money, 
they're not going to tolerate that shit. They're going to be like, oh, no. But see, it's normalized. It's normal for women today to prop themselves as sex objects. But it's still unnormal for a guy to respond and react in that light. If a woman promotes herself as a sex object, she does two things. She normalized, she 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 turns hypersexuality into something normal. The women who are open about their sexuality, they are very hypersexual. So they're open about hooking up with guys. So for a lot of dudes who come across these women, I'm not telling you to not deal with them. Just understand that she's coming from a very low frequency. Sex, believe it or not, in my opinion, is a very low frequency because it is something easy to attract others with. If I come into a room with regular clothes on, I may not get as much looks as if I come in with a suit or if I come in more casual. Look at that when it comes to sex appeal, when it comes to women. This is why I believe in all actuality, women go as far as taking their clothes off and they go as far as twerking on TikTok and social media because they know that they can attract men, primal men, a lot quicker by revealing themselves. But see, these women have not figured out that by doing so, you have lowered yourself. You are at the lowest frequency for guys. So when guys see you, they only go for the lowest frequency, which is your vagina. Your lowest frequency is your sex. Because to a guy, that is something that a guy can immediately have and have an advantage on a woman with. If a guy can sleep with a woman on the first date or the first interaction, either two things will happen depending on the guy and where that guy is in his life. He will say, wow, that was fun. This seems like a fun woman that I'm willing to hang out with and enjoy. But I know that because she is very quick to give up the peace leave, the peace leave has been given up without little to no effort, that can be seen as a good thing to the guy because, hey, he's looking for his time to have fun. He is looking for his chance to have his fun. And a woman who appeared to give it up so easily, well, you would assume that she's doing the same. But if this is a guy who is not used to women giving it up on the first night, this guy will take it the other way. Either this guy will say, oh, I think this chick is really into me, which there's a chance that she is. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you should look at her as a long-term or a potential long-term partner. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not saying you should. These are things that you should pay attention to. But as I get older, I realize that, oh, okay, if... If I'm going to be a part of the dating world, right? If I'm going to 
be a part of the dating sexual market. The sexual market is where hookup culture is and where it's going to remain. Because with hookup culture, if you're a guy who in all in all actuality is attractive enough to be with a good portion of women and have little to no strings attached, there's a good chance you're not really complaining. Now, if you're a guy who's been out here nailing women left and right, and you may be looking for something that's a little more exclusive, and best believe there are men out there, and I don't know why these guys get shamed. Let me explain something. I've talked about this earlier, which is one of the reasons why a lot of women don't make sense when it comes to what they expect from men. If a woman says she wants a committed long-term relationship, that is seen as either good or bad to the guy. Mostly seen as good, because at the very least, it's showing you that she's willing to be committed. Okay? The man who then tells the women that he's interested in a committed relationship, that scene is bad. That scene is, the man is weak. Well, why is that? Well, later on, when these women who judge these men and say that these guys aren't capable, they don't have what it takes, even though they're displaying characteristics of a more committed, a more worthy partner, that guy decides, okay, fuck it. I'm going the opposite way. I'm going to focus on the things that I can control, the things that I can really um, take advantage of, exercising, eating healthy, focusing on the job, focusing on hobbies, focusing on, you know, your podcast, focusing on whatever ventures you got going on. And guys are comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with the life I live. I'm comfortable with the possibility that if I decide to look for women, I won't find many. I won't find any that I feel compatible to or a woman that I will look at as a potential partner for any foreseeable future. But I don't have hatred towards women, but there is a degree or there is a particular type of women that I despise. And these are the women who are constantly on social media. These are the women who are constantly promoting themselves as sex objects, but then get offensive when a guy acts onto that. But anyway, man, I'm not trying to take up too much time. This will be, once again, the intro for the next day, which you guys won't get until Wednesday. This is very confusing because I just thought about that. So going along with anything that I do after this, this will be the day before. So right now, it is Monday night. When I do the next segment, it will be either Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon, and then I will continue to push forward. But this is this will be a this will pretty much be a short intro for the next day. So that's all I got to say. It's been another day. And as I always like to say, in the meantime, in between time, Jersey Judah Red Pill Party podcast the nightly crimson capsule and i'll see you guys later on peace
boy. This fucking retard. This fucking idiot. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, starting off Tuesday, uh, 12th, October, 2021, and uh, bumpy ride so far, <laughs> I don't know why I said that for, uh, I had some topics that I wanted to speak on. But then I sort of scrapped the last couple topics, so I'm really going to stick with one for the moment. By the way, this is Jersey Judah, and we're going to talk about discipline and boundaries. Discipline and boundaries. Where the fuck is my lighter? Where the fuck is my lighter? Because you know what time it is. I'm on route to work. It's 1.30 on the dot as we speak. Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. Mm. So nice. I had to tap it twice. Uh, we're going to talk about discipline and boundaries. I understood in the beginning of adulthood being 21 that I had to have discipline and I needed to set boundaries in order to make things happen. Things aren't going to go the way that you may plan them to go but you can have preparation for the things to come. Uh, we're going to talk about that today. Then again, I'm not sure if I'm going to talk about that right now. Uh, something I want to talk over uh, quickly. May not be quickly, actually. Maybe is uh, as much as 30 minutes. And that being the term or the saying, she's not yours it's only your turn or it's just your turn how realistic that is today compared to yesteryear because today relationships aren't even formed in a traditional sense so how do women who participate in this type of New wave, hookup culture, and with feminism, how is it even possible that these individuals feel that marriage, something traditional as marriage, which is no longer traditional, it's just a piece of paper that the court has, and it's just a union, really. But how does women, how do women expect traditional relationships when they're the ones who are the woke, the new age? They don't need a man, but yet they're liberated by sleeping with men. And as I talked about last night, or dealing with this show a couple nights ago, with the 
red and yellow flags in relationships and dating. If you're dealing with a woman who, in all actuality, represents the essence of feminism, where it's all about the matriarchy, it's all about the women in power, and to uplift a woman, you don't have to put down a man. See, I can uplift a man without putting down a woman. It's just my way of thinking, dealing with specifically the red pill, it's going to sound a little more harsher than somebody who is trying to sweet talk or somebody who's trying to pussyfoot around. She's not yours. It's just your turn. Is a quote more accurate than men want to admit? Hookup culture, as I've stated last week, has allowed uh, dating culture to really turn into a monopoly when it comes to females. The female with the most entitlement or the female who has the most expectations, this is her time. She can now take advantage. She can now sleep with all of the bad boys, take advantage of, manipulate, and use all of the beta males, all of the nice guys. She can keep those options open. (coughs) Whether in a relationship or at a relationship. Because I've talked about this before as well, where a lot of women will just simply monkey branch off of the devices that they have. Devices of uh, social media, hookup apps such as Tinder, Plenty of Fish, and a whole bunch of other applications on phones, websites, on computers that grants these women the access to vagina or no it grants them the access to men using in a lot of cases their vaginas using their body parts right and then you'll have the typical stereotypical masculine women who feel that because she has a group of guy friends, she's one of the guys. And see, that's the funny thing about women. You don't have that many men who are not homosexual trying to participate and try to communicate with women. As a whole, like, they want to be one of the chicks. It's just not happening. It's not happening. But you always find those women, right? And they try to be one of the guys so bad. They try to be one of the men so bad. 
They'll go as far as using the language, the mannerisms, the vocabularies. They'll even say themselves, bitches ain't shit. And I've said a red flag, a fucking maroon flag, a burgundy flag is a woman who tells you that she doesn't hang out with women. She doesn't have girlfriends because females are problematic. Females are about drama. Females spread negativity. These are the women who, I guess, try and relate themselves to the men so much that it goes as far as these women trying to identify or trying to relate to the man's space. The male space, I should say, you know that other word, that I actually would not use. I'm not going to use that term. Mano, you get it. The male space is where now you will find women trying to be relatable and trying to communicate to men or through men. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. So we've all heard the term chameleon. You know, chameleons are real, gentlemen. You may find a chameleon on your everyday journey. You may find a chameleon in college. If you're super young, you may even find a chameleon in high school. And really, what they are and what they represent is the fantasy for women. I mean, the fantasy for men are chameleons. Say a guy likes video games, right? A guy likes anime. These women will pose as if they watch anime and they're into video games. Some of them actually are. A lot of them aren't. But they get guys with that chameleon tactic. They will get them with that chameleon tactic. And once they do that, it's pretty much a done deal. A lot of these guys don't realize that women operate in the same way that a man operates today. Now, of course, that's completely unnatural. But this is how women choose to carry themselves. The masculine frame. The masculine energy. The narcissistic behavior. The obsessive behavior. And I'm pretty much glad I brought up the yellow and red flags because I'm noticing that I'm referencing a lot of the red flags without even really thinking about it. So now you got women who understand the game. They've they've figured it out that a lot of men are some of the guys who are becoming desperate. Some of the guys who are creating more 
uh, profiles online, right? And they figured out how to take advantage of these men. <coughs> the manipulative woman can take advantage of that man to a point where he only takes her out. She doesn't really communicate with him. Only only a couple nights before she wants to go somewhere is when she'll reach out and she'll reach out saying all of the excuses. I've been busy at work. Busy at college. Busy with uh, family members. getting played out but hey when she's hungry oh let me see what he wants when there's a movie out oh let me see what he's doing and without the man noticing the women are essentially upgrading via the guy Bitch, you was hungry an hour ago. We just went somewhere. Come up. The women initiates nothing in conversations of interest. The man initiates everything in the conversation of interest. Let me explain. It's always been known that most women will not approach a man she is attracted to. And it's not to say that every man's going to uh, approach women that they're attracted to either. It's making a point that there was a time possibly where a lot of men approached women. Sometimes they won. Sometimes they lost. And sometimes they took, you know, severe L's. You know what I mean? Where's my shit at? I can't find this motherfucker, man. I'm about to be at this job, so I'll be able to talk, go into my soundboards a little bit, but won't be able to do so right at the moment. So, absolutely. Um, I'm heading into this fucking stupid job. Uh. I have this half a blunt that's been going out for the entire fucking trip to this job. This shit goes out every 10 fucking seconds and it's really pissing me off. Every 10 fucking seconds. It's like I ash it and it goes out. But women, like I said, have figured it out when it comes to men. So they're able to manipulate these men using what they have physically. A lot of times they have nothing to offer in the long run. These are at the most 
short-term interactions. Um, at best, a decent lay. You know, a lot of these women aren't really offering anything. You know, a lot of these women aren't really offering anything. If they were, this would be a different story, right? And of course, I talk about the old years, traditionalism. Simply to explain, <laughs> holy shit. <coughs> Simply to explain that there was a time when women had a religious, spiritual, etc. upbringing. And through those little laws and through those beliefs, she had the um, ability, right? She had the ability to choose a worthy man because she herself is a worthy woman, right? So... The free sex shit, you know, the sexual liberation BS, that's all, that's all bullshit. That's all bullshit, man. Because if you look at these women... And I can remember and I can recall women, the women in the, at the time when I was in, I was in my early 20s. And they were in their early 20s. And how confident and cocky they were. And then you see, when time goes along, time waits waits for no man time waits for no thing time is what it is right an hour that you waste watching tv is an hour that you can put into being more productive coming up with creative ideas um you know coming up with plans coming up with goals you know what i'm saying brainstorming and for me, to be quite honest, I've wasted a lot of time coming up. I wasted so much time coming up doing stupid shit, doing dumb shit. Um, not really getting anywhere, as the saying goes, not going anywhere fast. And I really had to sit back and analyze 
everything within me that caused the issue. And by doing so, I was able to retrace to a more easier time, I should say. Where's 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 the easy mode? Hold up. Yeah. During those times, the good old days. Um I compared them to today. And it's almost a complete 180 on all ends of the spectrum. I remembered having no money, right? Having absolutely no money and mentally emotionally I was better off without money I was better off because I was never flat or dead broke there would just be times where I don't have money like that I'll have enough to like maintain but I won't be comfortable until I make the move that I'm currently making. So I'm already preparing myself mentally for that different environment, for the different faces and the different buildings and the different areas. I've kind of been here long enough, at least for me to tolerate. See, there's, I understand the differences in people. So therefore, I'm not a racist. There may be a group of people that I don't fucking like, but I'm not a racist. Like me disliking them has nothing against their race. They're just a group of people who just so happen to be a race that I don't like. So it's never racism for me. I understand the differences. So somebody else who comes in who likes the bullshit, uh, who likes to talk to the to the staff and kiss ass, they may enjoy it here. And they may further their occupation if they kiss the right ass. For me, I'm just in it for the money. <clears throat> when that money comes in, the level of performance goes up and the demand of that performance goes up. So I know what I'm getting myself into. And I feel that at this point in my life, I'm ready for that challenge. And it took discipline because discipline was the previous job. Discipline was the previous job. And I pretty much had to start all over again. And in the process of doing that, I had to set boundaries going forward. So by the time I had gotten this job, which is actually coming up in November, somewhere in November was when I got this job back. I had a focus and I had a set of boundaries that I wanted to uh, go by. 
not only with working and physical activities, but this podcast, putting things together in a reasonable time so I don't have to rush and things don't sound unprofessional. Even though I'm in a car right now, I got to turn this AC off. AC on, in the car, at this job, 1.53 p.m. And I'm already ready to do the eight and hit the gate. That's the attitude that I have coming in. We're nearly 25 minutes into the podcast, which we just hit. And I think we're going to bring this into 220. 222 all right so you know i had to deal with the discipline from the previous job in the previous location in the previous environment set boundaries for coming here because here is no different than over there and it's hard to explain and it's a fucked up conclusion that i came up with but it makes perfect sense i had the same company I was under the same company for over three years, okay? Going on four now. Um, during that time period, I didn't really make much of an impact when it came to financial means. I actually found myself falling behind a little bit, so I had to slow down on spending, buying certain shit. I really just smoke anyway, so I go to the medicine, man. Um, Thursday's coming up. What was I doing? On Thursday, the one thing that I will be spending my money on, I'll spend maybe $65 in two days on the Far Cry 6 game. I'll put some money aside. I have a good amount set for a vehicle whenever I decide to go and look for one and possibly purchase one. Um, But yeah, Far Cry 6 is, is already, it's been out last Wednesday, I believe. I get paid this week, so Thursday. Right off of the card, bro, like, Right off of the card, at my house, on Xbox, Xbox store, Far Cry 6, purchase, okay, uh, transaction accepted, installing, boom. I've been playing all these type of crazy games, uh, back, is it Back for Blood? Back for Blood, the zombie shit, the Left for Dead, uh... The guys who made Left 4 Dead made this game. Primarily, it's an online game, but you can also play the solo campaign, which is kind of the same, I guess. Decent game. Fun. Have that. Already downloaded the uh, Marvel Avengers. Been playing that. That That is a surprisingly fun game. Still have that. Um... What is it? Armani or Ara? Wait. Aramaji? Aramaji, which is a stealth um, type of game for people who remember Tenchu. The old ninja stealth game. It's sort of similar to that. 
downloaded that. That was only about eight or nine gigabytes, so that was nothing. But um, I'm really trying to get into the streaming world as well as podcasting still. I'm going to always continue to podcast. That's always been a thing of mine. Um, even when I stopped doing shit on Facebook and for the time being I had stopped doing shit on YouTube, I always stuck with podcasting. Or I always had the idea to want to continue <clears throat> more or less a audio <clears throat> a audio edition of the shit that I have going on and the things that are on my mind when it comes to certain situations. But the boundaries I forgot what podcast I was listening to. It wasn't Artie Lang's podcast because I talked about that connected to another topic. Um, It was on some podcast. It was some guy, and he was talking about when he became an adult, the first thing he understood was boundaries. Okay, I'm an adult. I'm behind a wheel in a car. Now, I can put my foot on a gas and go over 100 miles per hour because I'm an adult. But then again, I need boundaries to remind myself I'm an adult and I have to function, communicate, and behave in a certain fashion. You see what I'm saying? So those boundaries should have came earlier on in life. With men towards women and the sympathy it's always been the complete opposite. You see, guys are always going to be the hopeless romantics. As much as many others would disagree, that's fine. You yourself may have be have became the exception of that. But a lot of men look long-term when it comes to certain women. And it may break down to something as simple as looks. Simple yet complex. The man sees the woman. And he envisions himself with that woman. Not just sexually, but in a romantic way. Right? But the women who may promote themselves in a sexual fashion they may have certain clothing that they decide to wear that they know will attract certain men and it's not about men as a whole it's a selective for that woman for a guy if there's an attractive woman who's approaching us right let's just let's just Use this as an example. There's there's not going to be a lot of guys who think, well, well, she may be out of my social circle, so I'm not going to talk to her. If it's an attractive woman, Asian, Latina, um, Indian woman, black woman, white woman, a lot of guys aren't going to really think, oh, okay, this particular woman 
is not in my social circle. So I'm just going to put her aside. There's a lot of guys, if that opportunity came for any of us, so-called manosphere, I had to use the word, damn it, so-called men in the manosphere, or should I say men in the so-called manosphere, excuses, lies, betrayal, um, back and forth bickering, dick measuring contest on social media. Niggas talking about you need the receipts. You talking about the... But niggas seeing you in the struggle apartment, insects crawling on the walls, and you down bad. Wrong. You over here down bad. Like I said, I wanted to do the streaming shit with the video games. Eventually. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get a nice laptop set up, use that for the camera streaming, and use my television that I have on the wall mount as pretty much just what I game off of. Through Twitch, capturing the gameplay and simultaneously capturing the video. As you know, you probably can hear the fucking uh, the car horns out here with these fucking white people. But I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. These are like white people I don't like. People know me personally. You know, I have several associates and friends, acquaintances that are Caucasian and other races. So this is not a racial thing. But I'm saying here in this environment, these white folks are off the fucking hook. All right. I'm just going to throw that out there. You know, these white folks are off the hook. And I was noticing since everything transpired is nearly a week since this last supervisor has uh, officially left the building. <laughs> nearly a week after we still don't have a supervisor. Right. Um, I didn't even see the manager in like the last month. So who knows where the fuck he's at. And this entire district is falling apart. Therefore, it is time to dip. But I didn't rage and I didn't quit. Gave him my two weeks notice. And like I said, from here... 
going on until the 25th. I will still be employed here and I'll still get a little check. Yep, thank you. Little check. Little check. And I'll get a cup. Well, actually, I'll get two. Correction. I'll get two little checks. Thank you. Yes. Two. I'll get one decent check and then another little check. And then I'll have to use that and go, great. Let me save these for a rainy day and pretty much fall back. This first check, I'm pretty much going to go through that. <coughs> That's a fact. I'm going to go through that. You know what I mean? But <clears throat> I figured in the time, for the time being, podcasting is so convenient, especially if I have a topic where I have something on my mind. It's a lot easier for me just to address it here. And I don't mean easy because I don't want to be on camera or nothing like that. It's just more convenient. You know, I have my phone. I usually travel. I'm usually on the move. I can do both. It kills time. I do so at the job like I'm going to today. This will only be technically this is the second one. This is the round two. You know what I mean? This is technically round two. Because as you guys know, or as you guys been listening, previously I started something last night at 11 on my way home from work. I may do the same tonight, but that will be, of course, put together along with what I did tonight or it will be the beginning of the next recording. So that's how I'm pretty much going to go forward. Um, I'm not ending this. I just want to address that. So... Just in case you guys are saying, like, wait, he sounds like he just started this today. It's because I did. But I started something and talked about something last night that was only about 19, 20 minutes long. And I wanted to incorporate that, too. Um, I think I still have something left in the chamber for Wednesday. Thursday, I will not be recording. So when Friday comes... You guys already know um, the weekend red pill will begin. I'll drop something Friday morning and then go on Friday, try to do something Saturday, which usually never happens, and then do something Sunday. It'll usually be um, something from Friday and Sunday incorporated in the weekend red pill. But getting back to what I really wanted to do in the beginning, it was... At first, I wanted to get a regular computer, right? And I wanted to use my monitor as the screen for that computer. I use my television as the monitor, I should say, for that um, tower, right? Incorporate a lot of the music that I'm still putting together. That's right. I'm getting back into making beats as well. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know, but um, I've been making beats since I was 13, 14, maybe 14, 15 at the oldest. I would say 15 to be fair. 
I've been making beats since the age 15. Um, it's been on and off, especially the recent five years, I would say. But I'm trying to get back into that, so I'm looking for a really nice setup, a good laptop for that, and also something that's good enough for streaming, and I'm going to get into the video games. I think I technically started... I started something a little bit ago, but messing with the volume and the sound is difficult, so I wouldn't be able to do it. But I was playing Destiny 2, or was it Destiny? It was one of those games. And I was streaming that um, on my YouTube channel, but my mic was either fucked up or it didn't really pick up much sound from me, so... I wanted to do something where I still talked about the shit that I talked about, but I also play video games, and I also talk about video games and shit that I like. Um, I was going to create another channel, right, and try to incorporate that, but I figured, fuck it. I have a channel, Renegade Red Pill, simple. You know, I can put that, incorporate that to gaming incorporate that to a lot of shit that women don't like actually so it would actually make sense that the channel is called renegade red pill because it's most likely shit that women don't like whether it's brutal honesty harsh realities or it's video games one or the other you know what i mean they don't like that shit and we don't give a fuck about that here Silence that. Silenced. Silenced. 2.11 p.m. Jersey Judah out here, man. Just just trying to make it through another fucking day. Tuesday. We may do a two for Tuesday. Uh, I did a, what I called a triple topic yesterday. So we're going to count them down. Because <laughs> I'm not going to do four videos in one fucking day. Um, I'll do two today, technically, so it will technically be two, but it would also be three topics, just like yesterday, except what I did last night was pretty much just random and just off the cuff, something that I don't really do as much as I would like to. Um, I don't, I don't even know, like, what time is it? All right, cool. Let me drink some of this water. I was about to say that I didn't even know what I was going to be listening to today. Because while I'm at the job, I usually listen to six and a half to seven hours of either podcast, old Howard Stern, um, old Howard Stern shit, which is mostly Artie Lang shit. A lot of Artie Lang's podcasts, um, Red Pill content creators, CGA, and a, a lot of other people, right? Just a lot of other people. And I almost forgot that I had shit set up already. I want to give a shout out to Better Bachelor. I definitely have a good chunk of what he's been producing lately. And I have a couple of his older shits 
his older videos that I didn't get a chance to check out. I also have the Manipulated Man. Um, unfortunately, I'm not connected to anything. Because, yeah, I'm not connected to anything. So I can't tell you about the author. But I'm going to be listening to that today. I got the audio book for that. So that's about three hours and some change. Along with a couple of other clips and shit. That was on YouTube that I've downloaded and made it into audio file. So I have a good amount of shit to listen to, but the manipulated man is something that I want to listen to in particular because I want to talk about that in detail in the future. So look out for that. I don't think that's going to be anytime soon because I want to really get in detail. So therefore, I may listen to it multiple times. If I really enjoy it, I'll listen to it more than multiple times. <laughs> And I'll be able to have um, more information gathered and I'll be able to do things a little bit more productive. Today was just because, you know, why not? You know what I'm saying? I got me a nice rolled L for, I would say, four hours and 30 minutes right now. Um, I come in here and, you know, I turn into a fucking machine. I try to get all this shit over with and I just try to get out of here. That's really what it breaks down to. It's really nothing else. I feel sort of drained from being here. And I'm also like in anticipation to finally say this is my last day and I can move on. I can continue getting my paperwork together. I still have so much paperwork. <clears throat> I have so much paperwork for this new gig that I have to still sign. I got through most of it. I have to sign the W-4 forms and shit like that. And once that shit's out of the way, I have to buy transcripts for my fingerprint or an archive or whatever the fuck they call it. And that's like 25 bucks. And I have to send that to the new job. Then I have to get a TB. I have to get a TB shot. And then I have to get a physical checkup. And then once I get those paperwork back, um, they'll be able to set up an official date. I figure none of this shit will really go down until sometime in November. But for me, I just didn't care when it came to leaving here. <clears throat> As long as I know that I have something set up already, I'll go a couple days without making money. A couple weeks without making money. That's, that's not a big deal. But that was for me making plans and preparations a lot earlier. You know what I mean? Two, four, see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Day two out of five. Another Tuesday. I realized how weird the weather is. I'm glad I have a hoodie on. Because it definitely looks like... It looks like it's going to come down soon. I'm pretty much broke today, right? I'm broke for like the next three days. 
or two days. So on Thursday, I know, like, all right, I'm straight. This time, I have to really put money aside or I have to get groceries or I have to buy food to plan out the next week. And then with the next check, do the same for the next couple weeks. So it's all about putting money aside and having that discipline, right? Going along with the topic still to be able to set things aside for another day. Sometimes the things you want, you can't buy them right away. You have to be able to kick back like, all right, I'll put 50 or if it's something major, I'll put 100 towards something that costs 500 instead of putting 250 and being broke because of that 250. And then a lot of people will just dig into that money later on anyway. You know, you have to put money aside for a rainy day. No pun intended because it looks like it's about to rain at the moment. Um, once you can, and this goes back to the hour theory. The hour that you're spending watching TV is the hour you can be more productive. The time that you waste doing things that are non-productive are logically could logically be the times you do something that is more productive. Rather than sit around, gain excessive amount of weight, you don't even have to go to the gym. Just walk around. Ride a bicycle. You know what I'm saying? You don't even have to go to the gym and go on the treadmill. Ride a fucking bicycle. Exercise. Put yourself in a better position physically. For you. That's for your health. And see, that's the difference between the costume alphas who tell you to just go to the gym, get better arms, get better physique, and the fitness guy who goes to the gym and betters himself because it's good for him. It's good for his health. It gives him more stamina, endurance to do the things that he needs to do in his day-to-day routine. Versus the person who is the couch potato, who's not getting anything accomplished, constantly taking losses, constantly finding himself in situations where he pedestalizes women, and constantly puts himself in like situations where everything that he's that he's doing is in jeopardy. Preparing himself for the loss. Preparing himself to take another L and instead of uh, evaluating and instead of analyzing anything that he's done and his possible mistakes, he continues to go along ignorantly, very ignorant, beyond ignorant, stupid. There's There's a difference between ignorance and stupidity. There is a line are a level where it comes to logic, when it comes to knowledge, and when it comes to um, in the foreseeable future longevity, wisdom, right? When you lack that, you lack a level of life and an understanding of life. Therefore, you live for the moment. 
when you live for the moment, like a lot of these women, in the long run, they have consequences and repercussions. But we're not trying to promote that here. This is Jersey Judah, by the way. Red Pill Party Podcast. It's about 2.21, almost 2.22. Get ready to wrap this thing up. Get ready to go in here. We'll first finish my cigarette, then go in, you know, clock in, proceed to do the eight, and hit the gate. But as I always say, it's another day. And in the meantime, and in between time, and until part two, or should I say part three, round three, final round, coming up, um, either 4.45 to 5.30, or possibly after seven. Peace. I'm out. I'm trying to get the music. Here it is. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. I play both intros just because it is technically the PM edition. It is 7.17 PM. I clocked back in from break. So I figured while clocking out, I got my smoking and shit out of the way because I know the coughing is uh, kind of annoying. So... I figured I'd get nice and fucked up and then jump on here and do my thing. Um, This is the final round. You feel me? This is the final round. All right. Nighttime edition. Crimson Capsules. PM edition. We're going to be talking about an audio book that I've been listening to today, that I've listened to before, but I'm going to get more in detail with in this episode. Even though I said I would do so in the future, I'm going to be doing bits and pieces at a time, maybe once a week, because uh, this audiobook has a lot of information. It's actually known for the quote-unquote red pill community mentioning this book. And I forgot the author. I should look this up real quick. Now, I already brought this up earlier, but I'm going to be going into detail with this book. You guys can look this up easily. Get the PDF. You can get the audio book. There's a guy on YouTube who actually goes through um, the entire book. It's nothing major. It's nothing too long. I think the audio book was about three hours long, and I'm just in an hour and 23 minutes to be exact. So I'm going to be going off of what I've learned. 
Um, topics including her choice of transactions over interactions, the creatures of beauty and only beauty, and the slaves of society, men. So without further ado, man, let's just jump right into it. Let's drop them bombs. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Drop them bombs. Lay them out. All right, so getting into this book, which, by the way, was written by a woman, The Manipulated Man, written by a woman, and was a uh, self-proclaimed feminist, but a feminine feminist instead of the, I guess, masculine feminist. Um, the book has a lot of truths in it. So many truths that within an hour, in less than an hour and 30 minutes, I was pretty much intrigued by the detail that was put into it. And what are these details? Well, for starters... Um, this is what a society creates, just like why I talk about the slavery or the slaves of society being the man, the man is held to a particular role or responsibility, no, no matter what changes the woman makes, no matter where she is in her life. She can have the best position. She can have the most money. You know what I mean? She doesn't need to depend on a man for anything besides dick. And we know these women. You know what? I am a strong, independent woman. <laughs> we know these women. We know these type of females and what they represent. We know, we know the narrative, we know the sayings, but behind the scenes, cashing out, cashing out. But the manipulated man jumps into really what's happening today where men are being overlooked right by mediocre women and these women have been told by society that they can do no wrong and their consequences and repercussions are never faced behind closed doors she'd rather just move on and not deal with the problems that lead her in the situations that she's dealing with today. So the man whose access into a status and access into the financial, the access into the appeal and the look occupies a woman and therefore creates an occupation for a woman. The occupation in the, wo- in, 
for these women are the traditional same form of prostitution known in the Bible, the oldest profession. But it's different in our society today. <clears throat> it is celebrated for a woman to put herself out there into that field of working. And it is empowering for a woman to take pictures of her feet and take pictures of her in bikinis and thongs and post it on OnlyFans and have guys pay 15 to $50 a month for a subscription to her body. But these are the same women who feel some type of way when a guy gives her the harsh realities and reacts off of what he sees. <clears throat> As I always stated, women tend to deal more criticism than men. And this boils down to a couple of things. Fat shaming, body shaming, and the double standards of appearance. Appearance, when it comes to women, for a man should be he should love her for how she is. Doesn't matter how overweight she is. Doesn't matter how unhealthy she is. And for a lot of women today, it doesn't matter how unattractive they are. They still have the attitude, as I state, the five and belows are trying to compete and act like the seven ups. And they're not getting anywhere. And they're not going anywhere fast. It's not happening for them. And pretty privilege has to get put into the mix because only the women with the ability to have as many guys as she desires in her circle, or in her orbit. And I want to make a difference here. See, her circle, right, her roster, as a lot of women describe, are essentially a bunch of thugs and fuckboys, right? And what she'll do is she'll get the attention and validation from a few. She might get she might get dug out from a couple of them, but for the most part, these are potential but nothing long term. So this can go as far as a woman today can have five guys who she hook up who she regularly hooks up with. So you put that in the equation of a year. A woman can be hooking up with five guys a year, whether it's the same guy or not, and have no real thought about any future uh, commitment. Anything going f further, she's only she's only there for the now. And these are the things that a lot of guys need to understand. There are women who are there for the now. They're there for the present. There's very few women who are there long term for the future because in our society today, hypergamy has been taught and has been literally preached amongst women so that women will never be comfortable. They'll never have the ability to pair bond and they'll never be fit uh, partners and potential mothers because of their thought process when it comes to being with one good guy. To have that opportunity and to have that ability 
to talk and potentially hook up with another guy ending that relationship. Because what these women try to do today is use the man for his worth, and that's it. So a lot of women who get knocked up by niggas who ain't shit and who later on come on you know, YouTube or social media with that same narrative, it's pretty much played out. You know what I mean? We understood what happened. The women are gatekeepers of sex. Men are gatekeepers of relationships. When women panic, it's because men are leaving the dating market, therefore, in return, long-term, leaving the relationship market. And as much as it upsets women to know, there's a lot of guys who are just fine with going their own way rather than dealing with the baggage and dealing with a lot of the red and yellow flags that I've mentioned throughout the past couple of days um, and other various things that turn a everyday average woman who in fact, by the way, with her upbringing and the way that she presents herself, um, props her own self in a market that men are attracted to. This is where the traditionalism idea comes back, where the women in previous times used buildings such as the church as a method of staying out of the streets and staying out of the clubs and staying out of these guys' bedrooms. But the reality is a lot of these women are just that. They're street meat. She belongs to the streets. You got to be ready to exterminate and be ready to evacuate. Evac. Pronto. Evac. You know what I mean? Then the women start to ask, well, where are these men that talk about they're not finding quality women? The women who ask these questions are usually the women who aren't willing to compensate and make sacrifices. And I think that's the reason why a lot of commitment and relationships don't work. Yeah, it's also the men, but I think it's the men who've had the experiences with these type of women in the past who ultimately decides to go that route to where, all right, if I can hook up with a chick, sure. If I can smash, fine. You know what I'm saying? If it is running into a single mother who's trying to smash, that's not happening. That's not happening. But most guys... Nowadays, really just exited out of the entire market. Dudes aren't paying attention to a lot of these women because of her choice 
of transactions over interactions. These are the women, the OnlyFans. These are the TikTokers who are shaking their ass in front of a camera for millions of people to view. And these are the women who wonder why they can't find anybody in the long run. These are the same women. Matter of fact, where's this bitch at? Huh. Where's this woman at? You on social media and you on camera just bringing out negative energy. And these are the women who five years down the line, you go back to this bitch and she's still single. But the difference is she's going to be angry because all of her role models and all of the people that she followed growing up, they've made horrors of themselves. They've made thoughts of themselves, but they've made money in the process. And that transactional phase with women or this transactional stage, I won't even say phase. I'll say a transactional stage with women where the ultimate idea is getting money. And a lot of women will go above and beyond to get that bread. And you guys know the maximum of what I'm talking about. They end up over there. <laughs> Taking their clothes off, doing the most. And these are the same females. These are the same females who we'll talk about later on. There are no good men available. I can't find a quality guy. You know, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with these men? All of these questions that she can't answer. Questions that she could barely ask to begin with. She had to go through several guys to come to that conclusion that maybe she was never wifey material. Maybe she was never trustworthy. Maybe she was never committed to begin with. But the manipulated man shows how women can play a role they can play a character they can play a victim they can play independent they can play the party girl and all of these women with all of these characters or characteristics if you really break it down it all boils down to either a woman trying to get over or very rarely does a woman try, I think with a lot of interactions today due to COVID and everything else, all of those interactions today have been cut. So with online dating, that's the new place, but it's always been a place that was predominantly for women. Guys, and I've seen, um, shout out to Better Bachelor, Joker. He did some article earlier or he did a, a topic earlier that I was able to catch off of YouTube, and he was talking about how a man would have to go through 3,000 swipes to get an interaction from one woman, and the average woman would go through less than 300 to get interaction with a man. So that should tell you it's mostly directed towards women. 
the dating market and which leads me back to body shaming and fat shaming our society today celebrates the unhealthy they celebrate the unfit they celebrate these people who in other times would be looked at and shamed upon like in our society today we let the unhealthy obese people be happy with being unhealthy and obese so therefore they have more risk of health problems but with women this goes back to logic and emotion with women it's strictly emotion it's strictly we need to do something and if we don't this will happen if we don't that will happen and with most men it's a logical point of view where okay these women are still unhealthy fine be be happy with who you are but try to be an even better you try to be a healthier you try to be a more physically active you try to be a person who is more athletic or at the very least be somebody that can stand on his feet for a good period of time but unfortunately our society today celebrates the unhealthy women now if it's a man that is a different story of course the oversized and overweight man ain't getting too much play with women that's not happening unless that guy is coming in with the if he's not coming in if a big dude ain't coming in with money he's not going to be the one that's essentially looked at by women but women expect because they've somehow made a movement to celebrate unhealthy women to celebrate unstable women while we're at it to celebrate a lot of single motherhood to celebrate those women as independent that they can do that they're the mother and the father child comes up a fucking mess and it's just a another testament of what's going on day to day dealing with modern day women so the manipulated man talks about the modern day women although this woman did not refer them as modern day women but ironically this feminist was actually talking about her own group that ended up becoming feminism later on in the future <laughs> so it's a funny it's funny how the book is presented because you would initially think that a man wrote it but then again she referred women as stupid so many times that it, there was no way in hell that a man would have wrote this so it's a woman talking about this being a feminist but in a sort of ironic fashion predicting what is currently happening today because of her feminism. So this is somebody with insight but this is also somebody on the other side. So we got to keep that in mind. It's still a good book. So what else did I have put down here? The Creatures of Beauty. This was a good way of words that this book illustrated on one chapter. I think it's chapter four. Could be below that. The Creatures of Beauty. But I said The Creatures of Beauty and Only Beauty. And are the creatures of beauty, but still creatures. And these would be what guys would consider nines and dimes right this would be 
a guy's weakness because even the man who says that he won't simp, he won't approach, he might be tempted. Okay? These women represent an image. Their representation of how they dress don't necessarily represent who they are personally. So with women and their cosmetics and their appearances, they're able to alter their looks. She come in, beautiful hair one day, then come in the next day, nothing. Scalped. Scalped. Looking like the bitch from um from Aliens and shit. Aliens and Predator. <laughs> Fuck out of here. But with these products and with these items, they get into detail in the book where if the man needs to look presentable, he simply goes in the shower. He uses soap. In most cases today, it pretty much breaks down to a body wash, something of that nature. A washcloth or a scrub, sort of a scrub brush sort of item for showers. And washing his face with soap. Basic ways that a man presents himself, right? He goes out. He doesn't wear too many flashy colors. But that, once again, is a book from probably, I think, the late 60s or 70s. So things have changed, obviously. But they explain how a man can be so basic, right? With what he needs to do. He doesn't really harvest on too many plans. He makes certain plans for the moment that he can do. If not, then he'll try to plan the next time. And how a woman is complete opposite. A woman is complex. A woman is complicated. A woman is built or is created with the idea of emotion. The idea of thinking rather than the idea of doing. The women are the thinkers. The women can be the actual drifters that lead these men into destruction and chaos with their lives. Most guys don't understand the power that a woman possesses. So a lot of these women will get these men and have these men be the utility, have these men be the emotional tampon, have these men be the chauffeur, have these men do any and everything with little to nothing in return. And before that man knows it, he took the ultimate loss, wasted all of his time for a woman who took everything that that man had to offer and went to the next guy. That's usually what happened. But a lot of guys today are beginning to wake up. And because of this, all of the things that are happening today. So before TikTok, there were still OnlyFans. Before OnlyFans, there was still porn. Before porn, there was still, well, before um, before OnlyFans, there was still IG. Before IG, there was still porn. So on and so forth. 
there was always a route for those women pretty enough and have no real self-respect or shame in the world to go that route to make money. And there's always going to be a percentage of women who are successful in that particular field because of her looks and because of that lack of self-accountability, lack of self-respect. She'll be able to go in and make all the money. But then there's the women who see these females doing so and she wants her peace. She thinks she's capable of it. She's looking at all that money and looking at all of that effort and she thinks that she can do it too. A lot of women are capable. But there's always those beautiful creatures, those creatures of beauty, but it's only beauty that they possess. They don't represent any moral or value system that puts her in a category for her to dictate and make the rules for certain guys to follow. That's where a lot of women get their criticisms and get their expectations fucked up. Because self-entitlement once again, will always be a trait of a low-value woman. Self-entitlement and a lack of accountability will always be traits of a low-value woman. And there's several reasons why. If a woman is self-entitled, if a woman sees herself as a boss, a queen, or a diva, ask yourself, if she's the queen, then why is her king not around? If she's the boss, then what does she own? What money is she making? What puts her what puts her in that mindset to where she feels that she's a boss and she's really doing shit when she's doing nothing but sitting on her ass and posting shit on social media? See, that's the reality check that a lot of women need. A lot of women need that reality check because at the end of the day, when they're pretty much by themselves and unlike men who are by themselves and who are comfortable, who are still making money and who are still maintaining, a lot of these women aren't going to be able to do so soon. The boosters is coming. The mandations is coming. And a lot of these women talking about they're not getting the shots. Well, there's only one way that that situation is going to get handled. And, you know, a lot of people understand and a lot of people know where that situation is going you're out of here winter time is coming shout out to kevin samuels you know what i mean <laughs> shout out to ks you know what i mean winter time is coming and it's going to be a cold winter for a lot of you bitches because you guys have been in control of the dating market. And you've had the access and the control to more men than men would have access to women. Because unlike men, who men look for women in a sexual, physical manner, women look at men for the financial value and longevity. Or for the manipulative woman, she's looking for ways and tactics to take advantage of that man while he's around 
So if she gets an opportunity, she can move on to the next nigga and have more opportunity than the opportunity she had with you. So this really just explains the mindset of a lot of these women. Um, the slaves of society. We're going to end off with the slaves of society. And I've pretty much brought up a good portion of information to illustrate how a man is a slave to society. A man, as I stated, is hold is held to a certain responsibility. He's hold he's held to a certain role. And most of these roles, ironically enough, are traditional roles. These are the only times that traditional roles are mentioned to feminism or within feminism where they'll agree. Oh, if the man goes out, the man has to pay for everything. The man has to take care of me, even though I'm a quote unquote strong and independent woman. I can do everything myself. Well, this guy is going to have to pay his way in order to be with me. And that right there is already the imbalanced, unstable um, traits of today's women. They want their cake. They want it their way, but they want the guy to pay the way. They want the guy to show dedication, but his, but in her mind, his only valid dedication is money. It's not time. It's not effort. It breaks down to money. So guys looking at this, understanding this, taking heed and what's going on in order to break those chains a lot of guys just simply had to get out a lot of guys simply had to get out of the relationship or the dating market and for the guys who decided to stick around those are the guys who are looking for potential hookups short term and with hookup culture it's only for the privileged right it's only for the privileged when it comes to appearance. So if a woman is attractive, she's going to have more options. And with those options, she's going to have more of a selection. And with that selection, she's going to have, in today's idea of society, she's going to have more of a body count. With a guy, if a guy is not attractive and if a guy has money or if a guy isn't as attractive as the next guy, but he happens to have his own business, he happens to have his own money, he is seen as more of a valuable option to the manipulative woman. But that guy, in return, who's smart enough, he's going to pretty much pay his way into smashing, and whatever happens after that happens. There's not a lot of guys today who will simply play the game with a lot of these women. And I think a lot of these females who participate in the dating scene, they're realizing this. And I think most of them, rather than reevaluating maybe what they're doing in order for this to happen, they'll continue to blame the guys. They'll say it's the guy's fault. They'll never look into the mirror and never look at what they produce or what they have to offer. It's always outwards never inwards with anything that they have going on 
So the slaves of the society being the men are the guys who are in these chains. These are the simps. These are the men who keep these women on OnlyFans, who keep these women doing the activities that they're doing, promoting it in a fashion to where it is acceptable and it becomes a trend and it becomes a thing rather than something that's cautionary that a lot of people need to pay attention to. There's a lot of ads that involve TikTok, and I always wanted to mention this. I figure I'll just mention it now. Um, there's only two ways that I can mention this. Number one, it is fully understanding why women participate in this behavior, right? It's about being the center of attention. It's what I've said. It's what I've said a couple of days ago when it comes to certain women. Uh, bad publicity is still publicity. So they'll make an ass out of themselves. They'll shake their ass. They'll do outrageous shit for attention and for views. But then later on in her life, she'll try to pretend that none of that happened. That that phase didn't happen. That all of a sudden. She's religious or she's a Christian now. So she doesn't go by her past, but her past is still a part of her present and it will always be a part of her future. The man looks at this and says, all right, I've done this. I shouldn't have done this. I'm learning from this. I'm straight. Rather than in most cases, when you deal with certain guys who can't handle rejection, a lot of guys just don't deal with women. And it's a fucked up reality that a lot of guys have to deal with. Me personally, it's more of a choice now. It's more of a healthy decision for me not to interact or deal with women, to just focus on my money, focus on work, trying to get to the next level. And really just maintaining the podcast, maintaining the activities that I do besides working. So I don't become a fucking couch potato. So I don't just sit on my ass every weekend because I've been on my feet every day throughout the week. And really just maintaining a focus and a purpose. Women, for the most part, when it comes to men, they have no focus. And I've stated this before where they look for the right noun. They're not not necessarily looking for Mr. Right. They're looking for Mr. Right now. Like the best option for her is what she'll choose momentarily. Or she'll test this guy out and see what he's made of. Or have him run through the loops if he's a nice guy or a beta male. And try to get those beta bucks and have him have this guy do all of the shit tests and all of the BS. These are the men who become the slaves to society. Society, for the majority, being women. Women being the ones who are the mass consumers. Women being the ones whose popularity and power becomes the gavel in our society today with cancel culture, with political correctness, so on and so forth. But yeah, what time is it, man? We're almost at 40 minutes. I think we're going to stop this at 40 minutes. Wrap this up. 
just wanted to get into a brief discussion about the manipulated man. And yeah. Let me see something real quick. Uh, trying to set everything up. All right. So, yeah, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, we came in. A little bit wobbly. Uh, I still have a good amount of shit that I have to do. I just realized that. But it's not too much shit. But it's enough. So I got to pretty much get ready to get back into that. Our topic tonight was her choice of transactions over interactions. The creatures of beauty and only beauty. The manipulated man. The book. And the slaves of society. Men. Um, I will jump into more things in the future, more or less tomorrow. Don't think I'll be doing anything on the way home tonight, but who knows? If I do decide to do something, it will be in the same. Uh, it will be in the same function as last night. Nothing more than twenty minutes is usually my drive home from the job. And I am fucking starving, man. I am very fucking hungry. Um, made sure somebody was at the crib. So I told them, yo, order me some food. So when I go home, I'll at least have something to eat. And, yeah. What do I have planned for the future? I have a couple of things, I think, that I didn't discuss. I probably did. Actually, I did. I discussed those things already. Uh, we talked about earlier, she's not yours, it's just your turn. And how that quote is more accurate than men want to admit. We have also talked about discipline and boundaries. And we've just talked about what we've just talked about. So I have to go back and brainstorm. Because I still want to do something for Wednesday, tomorrow, of course, for you guys, Thursday. Everything that I'm doing now is currently being recorded or currently being uploaded, I should say, uh, to social media the following day. So that's the confusing part about this podcast. So I have to keep that in mind, but it is what it is. And what else can I say? Um, it's another day. And in the meantime, and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party podcast, getting ready to sign out, do the rest of my eight, hit the gate, uh, less than three hours, I think two and a half hours, two hours and 45 minutes remaining, but I'm done with all this shit, wrapping this up, peace.